Wow, it sounds like you've earned this beverage. You've worked really hard. I worked hard really hard to for get it. it. <laughs> and I made a baked good this morning. No, the banana bread's in the oven. Like, she is working. Ooh. I'm, I'm excited about it. So I did not, like, you... go to all the trouble to slice tomatoes and put it on this goddamn toast. <laughs> I just need something. You... <laughs> something just to snack on. Mm-hmm. Do you put chocolate chips in your banana bread? No. No? What no. do you put in it? Just bananas. Just bananas? I put, <laughs> I put bananas and um, I put diatomaceous bananas. earth in it, which is... Diatomaceous earth? Isn't that dirt? It's like dirt, right? You just put dirt in your banana bread? Oh! No! It's FDA approved dirt, okay? Um, <laughs> why, do you, why do you put like dirt in your banana because, bread? Because so I bought diatomaceous earth back in the pinworm days. Um, oh, yes, I and know. And it was part of what... <laughs> cleared my system so diatomaceous earth is basically i don't know it's like it's like ground up fossils sort of um is it like is it kind of like a cleanse are mm -hmm. you are you doing this like a cleanse yeah so the particles like they grind it down to like as fine as it can get so it's like powder it's like um flour consistency um Mm -hmm. but those particles pretty much like stay at that fineness like your body doesn't break it down as very much further and so it helps like clean out your system you can get it from like you know your co-op or your hippie food stores. So it's like a it's like a scrub, but for your insides. Exactly. So I like to throw that in every time I make a baked good. Um, so I feel better about eating you know the cup of sugar that I put in the um, banana bread because it'll just go straight through. You exactly. Instead of I see. Well, yes. and also it's like I'm getting my diatomaceous earth in in the off chance that I'm feeding you know whatever parasites <laughs> live inside of me with banana bread sugar. I am also cleaning them out with the diatomaceous earth. I also put it in my smoothies too. (laughs) Well, that's, yeah, that sounds good. Where would one acquire diatomaceous earth if they were looking to get some? Um, You could, maybe Whole Foods might have some, but I think smaller hippie stores like co-ops or like a natural um, grocers or something like that that's like sells overpriced, um, like quote unquote natural supplements and shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, anywhere that's going to have like overpriced eggs and stuff, um, oh, that's yes. where you're going to find diatomaceous earth or like a, <laughs> a special organic, like toothbrush section, that type of mm, store. Like a bamboo toothbrush. Yes, ma'am. Kind yes. of deal. Yes, I see. I understand. Yes. Yeah. So that's where, that's where you can find it. But I've had that same, um, like tub of diatomaceous earth since 2000. 19 I think what like literally back when I was rocking those pinworms or maybe it was even 18 but um <laughs> and it's only like back halfway in my pinworm days. back in the pinworm days you know <laughs> fuck dude um <laughs> how much how much do you put in like when you bake something how much diatomaceous earth do you mix into the batter it comes with a little tiny scooper and so I'll usually do like one or two scoops depending on how um, I'm feeling or how long it's been since I've had some so like I haven't had I haven't made anything and I haven't put diatomaceous earth in anything recently so I did two um heaping little scoopies mm. um and then I just you know mixed it in with my flour and in it went in my banana bread Banana bread. <laughs> well, it sounds delicious um, and healthy for you to, you know, get your fossils when you can. So I would, I would be up to try diatomaceous earth. Does it make you shit a lot? No, no. I, you don't, you do not taste it. It's literally just this tasteless, like dusty powder. 
that you put in okay. as if it was flour. It acts like flour. Um, and I just, you know, haven't had pinworms in two years. And that's enough for me. <laughs> no, <I'll> take it. <laughs> yeah. It was like chondroitin sulfate at uh, tablets, like the pills and um, diatomaceous earth were the two like things that people were like, this works when the over the counter meds aren't working for pinworms. You're, you're too far in. And this is the stuff you <laughs> need to fix. Fuck. <laughs> so you made this banana bread, I'm assuming, for the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Because today, the day that Fallon and I are recording this episode, it is the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Whoop. Um, whoop I was whoop. just informed this morning of who's playing. It's really... <laughs> Brady made me guess last night. I was like, I don't fucking know. Um, he, he, his clue to me was for one of the teams was Pirates, and I was like, the Pirates. And he's like, no, that's, no, Paris, no. And so, and then his um, other clue for that team was the price of corn. I was like, the price of fucking corn? What the hell? And he's like, Buccaneers, <laughs> the price of corn. What? He's very clever, that one. Um, but I could not guess the team, oh, so he had to tell them. He had to tell me Buck and ear. Ear of corn. Yeah. Fuck, the, man. The price of corn is a buck and ear. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, okay, then what did he... But the pirates are that, also the buccaneers. Well, the yeah, that's their, like... They're the Buccaneers. Yeah. Which is when, like okay, that was pirates. his second clue. I see for yeah. the same team. I gotcha. gotcha. Yes, and then I I actually had guessed um, Kansas City, but I couldn't remember the name of their like mascot. It's the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but I didn't know. I just knew where they were from. So yeah, I'm not very invested. To Nor say am least. I. No, I said <laughs> Casper. Who are we rooting for? Who is playing? Um, I just need to know who who we're going for. And he told me, um, but Tom Brady, that's a name I know, and he is playing for recently, uh, as of now, um, playing for the Buccaneers. Yes. But Casper. used to be on the Patriots. Yes. I did know that too. And um, so I was like, oh, so are we rooting for Tom Brady? And Casper says, well, there's this other guy who's a quarterback for the other team, and I really like him because he looks like he could be our son. And so, <laughs> and so he shows me a picture of the Chiefs quarterback. I don't know his name, um, but he, yeah, he's, Wait, Brady. he's a light-skinned Brady. man. Who is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs? Patrick Mahone. Patrick Mahone. Casper mm-hmm. Casper showed Patrick Mahone like a picture of him to Fallon because he says that he thinks he could look like he would be their son. <laughs> Brady's cracking up. Um, so, <laughs> Brady, yeah. which one? Which team are we voting for? Which one? Who do we want to win? Voting? Who are we rooting for? <laughs> who are we voting for? <laughs> I guess American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Brady, who are we voting for this year to win the Super Bowl? You don't care? No. All right. I guess we're undecided. Um, but I am really excited to see Miley Cyrus perform. I really like her. She's going to bring a fucking bitchin' performance, too. She's really cool. Sorry, I'm very excited. Toast. And she's... No, it's okay. She's so fit. She's been posting these video- videos on her Instagram of her, like, running on this treadmill and singing, like, belting at the top of her lungs while she's running, which takes, like, so much breath control. It's, mm-hmm. like, very impressive. She's... Um, I think she's a very talented artist. 
just like to physically be able to like sprint yeah. and belt like oh my god she's got some pretty strong strong muscles built up there yeah so well, i'm very like, excited to see her perform a couple of years ago she lost like 175 pounds right miley cyrus yeah uh-huh what? What was his oh, name? Oh, of, of, of Liam, <laughs> Liam Hensworth. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I was so surprised. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I see. You're, you're really just coming out of your shell. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I was like. She seems to be doing really awesome. Yeah. I, I love her new album. Have you listened to it? I've listened to whatever the radio has provided. And I've added a couple of her songs to our um, playlist for when we get to take a trip together. <sighs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Plastic Hearts. It's her new album. I've really been enjoying it. Yeah. It's a good one. It's really yeah. rock and roll. Um, I feel like Miley yeah. Cyrus definitely has nipple piercings. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I want to get mine done so bad. I've been trying to find a place in Pittsburgh. Really? That has good reviews. Yeah, I really want to get them pierced. Aren't you going to be so cold in Pittsburgh? They might freeze those little metal bars. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think they'll freeze. But I'm, I, I really do want to get them. I think they're really cool. I'm just afraid that they'll get infected. Mm-hmm. No, but <laughs> that I, would be the worst. No, the, I, I don't think they won't. I don't think they will. Just because of I, I know your hygiene habits. Yes. And I'm I know how meticulous cleanly. you are with um, your body, and so I don't think that. Um, I, I think you're much less likely to have an infection, just because you're well, so thank you. careful about things. Yes. <laughs> No, but I 100% support your um, you on this journey, and I'm I'm excited. I mean, like, just, how cool! I I want to be there. I want to be there to how do support. You... <laughs> yeah, we'll um we'll Facetime while we do it. I'll call you on Instagram, <laughs> and you can be there in the room with me. Yeah, uh, while I get them pierced. Just absolutely cringing and just like, <laughs> yeah. Woo. How do you feel about nipple piercings on on men? Um, I mean, I think it takes a certain type of guy. How are you? I mean, I think this is the real question. I'm neutral. Like, if a guy that was like super hot and was like, hey, and he had nipple piercing, I'd be like, whoa, all right, cool. I wouldn't be like, oh my god. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't know. What, what about you? What? How do you feel about it? Do you? Are you like Brady? Um, Listen, this Brady, needs to happen. I don't think Brady would ever get a nipple piercing. Doesn't matter I don't if really he would. To. Doesn't matter if you would. I mean, like, uh, I think if Brady fully committed to the look and like got full <laughs> sleeves on both <laughs> arms and gauges and like maybe grew out some like e boy hair even some anime hair like a middle part was, or mm, yeah it was like really fluffy i like know? that swoop look um, with the middle part yeah. god damn it that just looks like their hair is always like freshly washed and quaffed and yeah. like clean which you know i love um yes if he committed fully and was like this is what i'm doing i'm going for this aesthetic and I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah. But if Brady was like, <laughs> look, everything about me is going to stay the same. I'm still going to wear sweats and not ever wear socks. And I'm going to put my freezing toes on you still. And I am going to have my shaggy hair and beard. But I'm also going to get my nipples pierced. I'd be a little concerned. I'd be, I would say like, what's, what's, 
what's changed? What has made you um, want this? Like, let's talk about where we're at uh, emotionally and mentally. Um, I like that full sleeves are the prerequisite <laughs> to nipple piercings. For like, me? Very yeah. expensive <laughs> prerequisite and time-consuming <laughs> as well. But, I mean, like, I understand. There would be kind of a discrepancy between his outer look and his shirtless look you know and that and also his lifestyle his personality I don't know if nipple piercings necessarily um you know fit Brady's brand but like if you know if you were to build your own fey warrior Illyrian warrior whatever you know um dream fantasy uh, creature man man creature would mm-hmm. would his nipples be pierced? Oh, I wouldn't be upset if they were, but I don't think that's something I would like. That in in my in my my head, my my personal fantasy, I don't put them there. Okay. Um. So he wouldn't like roll up, and then like as he's undressing you, then he like takes off his shirt, and you see that his <laughs> nipples are unpierced, and you wouldn't be like, oh. No, I, I would not be disappointed in that scenario. No. I think it's hard to be disappointed in that scenario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, nor would I. No. Speaking of um, Faye men, <laughs> I finally got around to watching the whole Sarah J. Mass um, uh, most recent live Instagram yeah. live with Josh and their friend, who I keep forgetting her name. Um, and... Uh, Sarah was asked if Recent was based off of Josh. <laughs> and this bitch said no. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> she was oh, like, poor Josh. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, I'm going to die. Hold on. Wrong pipe. But yeah, she was like, uh, everyone thinks that Reese was based off of Josh. And he's not. And Josh was like, <laughs> just kind of nodding like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Josh, <laughs> the pain. I was like, dad, oh, no. I mean, so that's that myth has been debunked by the the our Lord and Savior herself. I was so <laughs> surprised. I was like, wow. No, it's a, it's just a cover up. He's actually a fae warrior. Right. Um, she still has access to, to the portal. She just doesn't want to seem suspicious. Yeah, which is selfish. She doesn't want to share and. I find that offensive. I find it offensive as well. <clears throat> How dare you, Sarah? <laughs> you know where I wish there was a portal to? What a classy burp. Where? Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I so wish that I could just fucking like tap on the side of a brick building, the right number of taps on a brick, <laughs> and then the portal just appears and I step through and I'm on the streets of Vegas because we've been to Vegas and we had a good time we we did we did (laughs) it was a it was a journey to get there um and there are a lot of trials and tribulations that (laughs) we overcame together and individually um but I gotta say it led to one of our most important um, special, just unforgettable experiences that you and I have ever shared. Um, Correct. And I think it's fantasy time. Is it fantasy time? I think it's fantasy time. 
do you like? Boys with wings, or maybe horns or tails. Maybe you're into scales. Perhaps you want to be the lizard queen. Do you find yourself attracted to fictional characters? Like maybe vampires. Do werewolves make you cream? Then welcome to our podcast. This is the place for you. Freaks and geeks are welcome, and weebs will take you too. Fantasy time starts now. Set sail to a land of books and joy and big dicks. So, in the spring of 2018, 17, I think. 17. Right? Oh my yeah. goodness. What little babies. Uh, yeah, it was a while. Well, yeah, it was a while ago. It was 2017. Yeah. I had just turned 21. And um, Same. you yeah. had just turned 21 a month after me. And then uh, several months after that, Brady, your boyfriend, was going to turn 21. And mm-hmm. you had this brilliant, sweet idea to surprise him with a trip to Las Vegas. And you invited me um, on that <laughs> trip. And you invited me and Casper. Yeah. And so we were, like, in on this cool, like, trip. <laughs> it was so exciting. to do. It was really exciting. <laughs> Brady had no idea either. I like woke him up really early and got him got us to the airport and he did not know where we were going. <clears throat> and um we like I was really anxious because we were a little bit late. I was mm-hmm. planning on like meeting everybody at the gate beforehand, but we got stuck in like traffic on the way to the airport even though we left early. I think you always have to leave earlier than you anticipate. Yeah, and we were living um, in Corvallis, Oregon at the time, and the nearest airport, well, the nearest airport that had, like, good flights to Vegas was in Portland, which is, like, two hours away. It's, like, an hour 45, two hours. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard to predict the close, like, how long it's going to take you to get there, because for the yeah. first hour and a half, you're smooth sailing, but once you get towards the city, then it can be, like, gridlock like a motherfucker. Yeah. So I wanted to get there early and, like, have you guys already at the gate and, mm-hmm. like, surprise him. Like, yay, we're all going to Vegas. But by the time we actually got through security and, like, to the gate, you were in line to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we were like, surprise! Like, look, they're in line! Right. <laughs> Hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but I think Brady was really surprised, which is very exciting. And then his, his dad gave um me like things to give to him like once we got on the plane so like he gave him some like spending cash and then um like a book on like gambling and stuff for him to read on the plane which was really fun so he was really surprised um it was in it it was it was very exciting to plan like a surprise trip i'd never done that before so it was good it, it was so fun, and I loved being in on it. I loved this adventure, because I had never gone to Vegas as an adult. I remember going to, like, Reno as a kid, and we would mm-hmm. go to, like, we would stay at Circus Circus, and I was always, like, intrigued by all the lights and things, but I also knew that there were areas that I couldn't go because I was a child, mm-hmm. and that was always, like, very intimidating. I wanted to go in because I felt like I was 18 at 10 years old, but I was not, and I had an equally strong um, fear of getting in trouble. So (laughs) I was like kind of stressed about it, but um, it was really, it was pretty liberating to go as an adult. And um, Max, who was on the podcast, 
his family has like a timeshare there, right? Yep. And so we stayed at this like nice resort hotel. Yeah. Well, Max was really sweet. His grandparents offered, it's their timeshare, and they offered it up for us to use, but only four of us could stay there. So Max and our friend Kyle ended up staying at an Airbnb, and then you and I and Casper and Brady stayed at Max's grandparents' timeshare, which was so, so sweet of them. It was so sweet. Yeah. So that was, it was a little (laughs) frustrating, like, not being able to all be together. And if we did another Vegas trip, I would like to, like, all be in the same hotel. You know, not necessarily the same rooms, but, like, same floor kind of thing. Um, Because, like, it was difficult with getting around the city and meeting up at the same time with them being, like, in a different Airbnb and stuff. Yeah. But it was still a fun time. Like, I'm so glad that they were there. Yeah. It was really fun. Um And so in the weeks leading up to Vegas, uh, our trip, I'm not sure which one of us came up with the idea of going to a male (laughs) strip club, but... To a show. We didn't go to a strip club. We went to a show. Okay. Well, we were looking (laughs) for shows to attend. Do you was it your idea for to do Thunder Down Under? Or? I I wanted to see a Vegas show. Period. Like okay. I didn't care what it was, and mm-hmm. I think that you discovered Thunder from Down Under, and yeah. I was immediately on board. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, Paris wants to see a show. Let me do some research of like best shows in Vegas. <laughs> and uh, there were some that was like you know magic shows and stuff, and they were all incredibly expensive. And I came across a. Uh, show Thunder from Down Under and it's basically like Magic Mike (laughs) strip performances Um, but (laughs) specifically the niche of Australian men and it's like more rugged Um, and I was like we have to do this. Like, I have found the thing. This is well, <laughs> the thing that we more must than that, do. You were, like, very adamant about, like, sitting in the thunder zone, which was, like, right up front. And I was like, absolutely. If we're going to see thunder from down under, like, we have, we have to sit in the thunder zone. That was my mindset. I'm like, okay, we're going to go to Vegas. Who knows when we're going to, you know, ever go go again. If we're going to put in the time to attend the show, the money, like, we have to have the optimum experience. I want attention, okay? Like, we, there's no way we're going to go sit in the fucking nosebleeds and watch people have fun from afar. Like, I was so invested. I was, I was all in. We both wanted to just be in the splash zone. Like we wanted we were... to be in the splash zone. So we bought, we brought front row tickets. I did not know this at the time, but the seating for um, the, I don't remember what the back of the house looked like, but the front of the house was um, these long bar tables and they mm. were perpendicular to the stage. So we sat in rows of two uh, along this bar table facing the um the stage and we bought front row tickets (laughs) we were like in the middle too we were in the middle of the room we were like the very stage center stage front row the like the best seats in the house we (laughs) and they were like what they were like 80 bucks a ticket 
Yeah, which is like totally worth it. It was, it was so <laughs> worth it. And and you were so gracious. You I didn't have a lot of money at the time and so you covered like part of my my seat, which I just like I will never forget that. Oh, I forgot <laughs> and, that I did that. Yeah, you were really generous and sweet about it. Um and uh, so that was on our itinerary. And I don't remember what day we went. But the the boys were we were all gonna split up. You it and was I. On Tuesday. It was I, on Tuesday. I don't know why I remember that, but I remember like Tuesday night of, of that trip, we were gonna go see that. It was like the second night we were there too, so we were just like living that high for the rest of the week. Fuck, dude. So the boys and us, we and the boys, we were all kind of like splitting up to go our separate ways for this event they that went, we were going to. They went to um, the, like, Guy Fieri's restaurant or wherever where they could get the nachos in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. Wait, was that was that our trip? I don't know. Maybe I'm, I I'm confusing I the trip with... I don't think so. Because I went, I went to Vegas, like, literally the next year <laughs> and around the same time. And I think that I'm confusing the trips. But there is a place in Vegas where you can eat nachos out of a, like, dumpster, essentially. <laughs> I have a feeling Casper did not spend money on dumpster nachos. Um, that's just... Well, his loss, because I heard they're great. <laughs> I bet they are. Um, yeah, I think they went to go gamble. I think they went, like, I think Casper was playing, like, craps. and yeah, Oh, well, well, maybe they went, that was when they went to the Paris Hotel, because when they were at the Paris Hotel, like, playing, they were gambling, and they brought out, like, a pole dancer to dance on their table. Oh. And then I remember Casper was like, should we, should we tell the girls? Should we tell them? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Brady was like, yeah, this is funny. <laughs> I think he was like, yeah, kind of weirded out by it for sure. Um, and so, so we went our separate ways and, um, you and I got all dressed up and we like blasted party rock anthem in we the did, we hallway were... of our hotel and like, and we were glowing. Strutted. We were, cause we were wearing glowing. glossier. Like... <laughs> we were wearing, we were, we put on our best glossier that we bought like for the trip hair done nails done everything did okay like we we were hot we were hot you wore you wore didn't you wear your velvet your purple velvet jumpsuit no i wore that blue dress with the slits on the side oh yes Mm -hmm. yes i remember and And i wore my like yellow dress yeah you wore your yellow floral dress right it, there's no floral. It's just like a yellow dress with there's like a, no a cool top to it. No, no okay. flowers. All right. Well, you looked cute. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and uh, like I looked cute. We looked cute. And so we're getting in line. Oh, you're right. No, sorry. I'm looking at a picture of the dress. Yeah, it's kind of like a, yeah, it's just yellow dress. Never mind. Just yellow. Anyway, uh, so we get in line. We're in some other hotel. I don't know what hotel we it were was in. It was the, um, the, not Excalibur. What's it called? The, is it Excalibur? It's, it's the one that looks like a castle. It What's probably the was the hotel? Excalibur. Yeah, I think Excalibur? that's the Excalibur. Okay, yeah. That's if it's a castle, it that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Knights of the Round Table, all that shit. Um, so we're in the Excalibur. We're on like some upper floor and we're waiting in line and um, 
I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. I was getting a little <laughs> nervous. I was like, I don't know what the fuck, like, we're about to witness. I don't know, like, what's going to happen. <laughs> we were, like, trying to guess, like, are we going to actually see a penis? Like, is the penis going to pop out? Are they going to try to have sex with us? I don't know. Yeah, like, what? That <laughs> uh, seems kind of dirty. I don't feel like they're... I'm looking around at, like, all the other ladies in line. And they're, they're like, usually, like, most of them are much older than us. Like They were, like, all grannies. <laughs> they were, like, all middle-aged women. And I was like, oh, these bitches are in their, like, 40s and 50s. We were, like, the some of the youngest people there, for sure. Yeah. There were a couple bridal parties that were around mm-hmm. our age, but, like... The majority of the women, and they're all women. <laughs> they in were that women. Room, yeah. They were like, you know, going through menopause. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, this is how I hold on. This is how I hold on for dear life. And you know what? <laughs> having having had this experience, I'm like, more power to you, bitch. Yeah, and I'm like, that's um, going to be me. So. <laughs> and going into it, I told my mom about what I was, where I was going. And she was like, you know, make sure that you are not one of those like disgusting women that go in there and are like trying to like be nasty with yeah. the guys and I was like interesting okay so I I had some etiquette in mind I knew <laughs> that I didn't want to be too needy of a um of an audience member I didn't I wanted to be respectful as you know it, as if I were one of the performers I, I tried to be respectful <laughs> but also I wanted to enjoy myself so I was going in with a certain mindset. Did you have, did we discuss that? Did you have any mindset going in, Paris? Um, I think going in, this is my first adult show, and I was very nervous. I didn't, had no idea what to expect. Um, and I, I was, I didn't know, I thought it was maybe be like a haunted house where they're not allowed to touch you. Um, <laughs> But that's not the case. So I think I was just like very. Um, I had I had no idea what to expect. I felt I, nervous as well, excited but nervous. I love, I love that it's like a haunted house. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I thought it was like a haunted house where you weren't allowed to touch that. And so I was like, hand, you know, two finger touch, hands to yourself, Fallon. Like, two finger. <laughs> there is no, um, no touching, like, just watching, <laughs> be nice, be a good girl. Um, and so we get seated, and I'm like, holy shit, we have, we have crazy seats. Yeah. Like, I, we sit down, they seat us, and I'm thinking, maybe these, this was a mistake. Because, like, we're right up front. Maybe they won't even address us up front because, like, we're too close. They, because we're too close. I'm thinking like, God, they they know that we sat here because we want attention. I was like really in my head about like what was gonna get them to interact with us the most. And I was like, God, I can't I can't I can't be too desperate um, for so the funny. attention of these shirtless men. I was not feeling that way at all. My heart was pounding. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, I might see a ball. Like I <laughs> I was not thinking of etiquette at all. I was just very nervous that I was going to, like, see someone's for real penis, like, there, just in in my face. (laughs) Having grown up watching, like, burlesque shows and stuff, I figured I wouldn't see balls. It's usually only, like, titties. Uh, No, like, vagines. (laughs) Like, balls and... Or or tits and butts were, like, TNA was, like, the main thing. No holes. Um, And so I wasn't really worried about that. I was more just, like, God... 
maybe we made a mistake getting these front seats. Maybe like <laughs> in the middle of this this bar table that we're sitting at, maybe that's that's where like the best thing was. I was like, God damn it, the people around us are all gonna get attention and we're not. <laughs> but I was like, you know what, Fallon, you just gotta do the best you can and just like be a good girl and have fun. And so And and then we got alcohol, which definitely helped, I think, us that settle helped. in and be less nervous. <laughs> Waitresses came around and were like, you know, taking drink orders. I paid I think I paid $20 for a Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke, yeah, with lime. (laughs) And I got a lemon drop, and it was just as expensive. (laughs) It's embarrassing. I think your lemon drop was, like, almost even cheaper than mine. It was, like, $2 cheaper than my Jack and Coke. Because they were like, oh, yeah, Jack Daniels, that's top shelf. And I was like, Jesus, really? (laughs) Fuck. And they're like, that'll be $17. And then I tipped. With tax. So, with tax, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. So we had our, like, incredibly expensive drinks that I was just, like, nursing. And uh, <laughs> someone comes a- around to our table and says, hey, guys, like, you are sitting at a table um, that's, like, I don't know what they said. They were, like, in the splash zone. So you'll need to, like, clear your drinks off the table. Like, they're they're like, be we'll let you know when. We'll let like, you know when. Yeah. But, like, you know, just so you know, like, you'll need to, like, take your stuff off the table for a second. And I was like... And they're like, if you could just hold your drinks in your lap for just a moment, like, and then it will be over very quickly and you can put your drinks back on the table. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I was like, are they going to come on us? I'm so scared. <laughs> I was like, is there going to be ejaculate, sir? Could you please inform me? I, I, I don't want anything to get on my dress. I didn't know I was going to be in the splash zone. <laughs> but yeah. I did. I did know. I did know that I was going to be in the splash zone you because did. that's we, what we paid for. We paid for that. <laughs> and so the anticipation was was a lot. Yeah. And then uh, it was the like M- almost like foreplay. It was. It was. It was. It was titillating. <laughs> um, and then the MC comes on stage. And he is this, like, middle-aged, very Australian, very, like, handsome, short man. You kept leaning over to me and saying, oh, my God, my mom would fuck that guy. My mom (laughs) would love him. Oh, my God, my mom would be so attracted to that man. (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't help but think about how, like, he was so, like my mom's type at the time like I was just like wow I really I think I was just appreciating like his attractiveness in that way because like I wasn't like I would jump on that immediately but I was like (laughs) I know who would my mother (laughs) and so um and so he was very charismatic super fun um, telling us, you know, telling us the rules, uh, telling, telling us, us dirty us, jokes, telling us, uh, telling us, you know, uh, recording policies, things like that. In and a very sexy, fun way. In a very sexy, fun way. More foreplay. Like he was really getting us ready, getting us going. We were <laughs> being shepherded into this new experience that was about to happen. And it was like from right off the bat, it was it, like the show had started with him. He was the opening act um, yes. with, like, overtly sexual stand-up comedy. And, um, oh, my God, what <laughs> were some of the things he said, Paris, where it was like, um, uh, it was like, 
any married ladies in here or is like <laughs> any men any husbands in here and he and some dudes were like yeah and then he was like fuck them ladies and like he was like forget your husbands tonight we're having a good time and we were like oh my god like man oh man so um and then the show started fuck dude and this was this was a dance show first and foremost very dance heavy (laughs) it was like step up like it was (laughs) so dance heavy (laughs) and it was great they were you know they had their star dancers and then they had their not so star dancers (laughs) they're like super beefed up jacked guys who just kind of did like a sidestep in the back because they weren't like Yeah, they weren't practicing. No, but they They looked, you know, they looked like they belonged there, but their dance skills needed some work. Yeah. And so they came out in in waves, um, different routines with different themes. There were costume changes. There were, (laughs) um, you know, different... Uh, numbers of people, you know, some of them, you know, like, okay, the firefighter troops come in, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and then, you know, he's like grinding to pony um, <laughs> solo. And then, okay, now swoop, time to swap. We're time for the SWAT team to come out. And then, you know, like. <laughs> and every time they're like, you've been bad girls, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> the SWAT team's coming for you. <laughs> And the lights would, like, flash blue and red. (laughs) And they're like, here come the police officers. And we're like, fuck. And we're like, woo! Like, I, like, I just, I just let, I just let go. And I was just genuinely was just happy to be there. I was really (laughs) enthusiastic. I was really excited. And there was one there were two guys. There was one who was like very pretty white boy that I was just like, <laughs> I like looking at you. Are you talking about Bo? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Bo yet. Um, oh. There's just a different <laughs> we guy. We know their names because we, know we stopped them on Instagram <laughs> afterwards. How can you not? Um, there was one guy. He was like the uh, one of the youngest um, of the like troop. And um, he was, like, oh, really yeah. hot. He was really hot. He was blonde. And I was like, damn, that guy is hot as fuck. And he was <laughs> dancing. And this motherfucker started making eye contact with me. And I was like, holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit. I done never felt like this before. Oh, my God. I was, like, hot and bothered. He was doing his <laughs> job so well. Um <laughs> And then he, like, went up to the the front of the stage and, like, looked at me. And I was like, (laughs) what the fuck is about to happen? And he pointed to um, our table. And he, like, made the motion to, like, part part ways. And I was like, oh, he wants wants me to take the drink off. And I was like, so I, like, move my drink. And then he starts fucking dancing. He jumps from the stage onto our bar table and starts like <laughs> dancing and taking his clothes off. I almost passed out. It was a lot. Uh, it was very <laughs> exciting. Um, so I think one of the most powerful things about that show was the eye contact. And I think that was yeah. one of the benefits of sitting in the front row was that they saw us because they needed to see us in order to be able to get to the tables. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, 
did that well, make a difference? <laughs> Speaking of the tables, one of the times that um, we had to take our drinks off was when Tarzan came out and swung on his rope. Do you remember he like swung yes. onto our table? So there was like the most rugged, like the most rugged of the, the team. The biggest he, one. The biggest, the bulkiest. He had like longer hair. Very like like rugged, masculine looking Australian man. <laughs> he was and wearing like bur- like bear skins like on his like body. And like a wolf head on yes. his hat or for a hat. The Tarzan routine and he like mm-hmm. swung from like a rope and he like <laughs> landed on the tables and was like and then he would like go and kind of like face fuck random people. Yeah, he would like um, grab their heads and like, and, like shove it in his crotch. Um, and I, um, I received my own special lap dance um, from him. That was very exciting. Um, he like straddled me. He didn't put my face in his dick because I think he got the vibe that I was not that type of gal. Um, but he did, um, he did shake me. He did rattle me. There was not much I could do in that situation. Um, but I was, you know, again, just happy to be there. Just happy and excited to be there. Um, and, uh, but I he, quit- um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say that one of the reasons they were like, you're in the splash zone is because he like puts water in his mouth and then spits it everywhere at like the end of his routine. <laughs> Um, yes. Do you remember this? <laughs> yes, I do. I remember watching him do it on other... He would take these tiny little <laughs> bottles of water, like the half um, bottles, and he would just like... He would crush them into his his <laughs> mouth, into his throat. He would like collapse the bottle and shoot the water down his throat. And then just... Yeah, he would, spit, he would spray the water over his head <laughs> and it would like fall onto the ladies around him and they would be like... <laughs> and... Um, and then he would like, um, yeah, he would chug them, but then he would also like shake his head wildly and like get sweat and water all over everyone. And I was like, okay, dude, like I can't, like, I hope he doesn't do it at our table. Cause like, I got to manage my hair. Like I got hair to maintain. Like I didn't know I needed to bring a fucking bonnet y'all. Um, and he did it on our, I think he did it around our table, but he didn't do it in front of us. So we no. weren't like directly in, but I think I, I'm sure it was close and would not, um, work in the age of Corona. Um, no, <laughs> no, they may Probably have had, had to, to edit alter, that part yeah, out of his their routine. routines to um, yeah, accommodate for CDC guidelines for sure. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine a Thunder from Down Under show where we're all wearing masks and sitting six feet apart, and they can't they can't come up and interact with you? But <laughs> they like give everyone a poncho, and they're like, "You just wear this." <laughs> Um, and like we get oxygen tanks to like breathe in like the ponchos gloves. and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, you know, grinding on our, our plastic, um, it's like crinkling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. I'd probably still pay to have that done. Honestly. I mean, having been in quarantine and, for so um, <laughs> for so long, I feel like a lot of people would have paid. They could have charged extra for that shit. They would have had to because they wouldn't have been able to allow as many people in and they would have made less ticket sales. So. <laughs> They would have had to make up for that. So people would be paying like $300 a pod. Uh, <laughs> for the splash zone. For the splash zone. I mean, and, you know, but you after... you actually a, get splashed. After a year, if you've been a good girl, after a year of, of not seeing really anyone, let alone hot Australian men with six packs, um, 
It might be a nice refreshing you're, reprieve. You're more inclined to pay that amount to go could, could do that. Shoot. So. You know? Um... <laughs> So over the course of the, the routines, I mean, I'm just, I'm just lost in ecstasy. I'm having <laughs> a great time. I'm we're yelling, My, we're screaming. like, dopamine <sighs> through the roof. Never, never been so high in my life. <laughs> you know, I don't do drugs. I've never done any drugs. Um, and that was, it was euphoric, man. I, I have so done high. drugs. Um, and <laughs> and I, it was, it, it felt very euphoric. Felt similar to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Visually very stimulating. And so yes. over the course of the show, I developed a favorite. And his <laughs> name was Bo. Uh, he just had a lot of charisma. He had good dance moves. and He, he seemed, was a great dancer. He was a great dancer. And he seemed like the nicest guy of all of them. He was also like super soft. They're all hairless. Yeah, but his skin except looked... for Tarzan. Yeah, I mean, Tarzan Tarzan's has body, hair. but like Tarzan has like more of a beard type deal going mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, Bo, he was glistening. He just his proportions, his body was beautiful. <laughs> he was just kind of like the best. You could tell he was a little bit older, but not too old to the point where like you could see in his performance that he didn't want to be there. Like there was some, there was one guy who I was like, I really fucking hope he doesn't come to our table because I do not want to interact <laughs> with that motherfucker. Um, like, damn, it's like pulling teeth with this dude. But <laughs> Bo was, Bo was, I mean, he was wonderful. And so he was I indeed got, a, a beautiful got, specimen of a human being. He was, he was quite fit. Um, and he gave, he gave me a lot of eye contact, which I appreciated. And I got a little, <laughs> I got a little mini lap dance from him, which was very exciting. Paris, <laughs> on the other hand, had a much different experience with Bo. I did. That I think changed our lives. So throughout the show, several women would get picked to either like, you know, be subject to a lap dance, like getting their face thrusted into a dude's crotch or like, you know, (laughs) tossed about. Some ladies were picked up and humped. Some ladies were invited on stage and got a whole like routine to themselves. Which was like so much fun when they, they would pick, a lot of the times they would pick like, older ladies which there were a lot of them in the room so they but like oh my god it is so fun and hilarious to watch like a granny uh just get grinded on on the stage dirty (laughs) dirty for all of us to just get laid the fuck out it was by like by like some 20 something absolutely just fucking stacked glistening dude and it's she's just you can tell she's having the time of her life and it's great it's just so much fun to share that with her (laughs) these random middle-aged women and beyond um yeah they were really treated super well um and so we had witnessed several of these um altercations uh throughout throughout the show which was like a two-hour show like it was yeah you get what you pay for you get more than i feel like we oh yeah i mean what we got out of it personally was you know (laughs) well worth our money but um i I really do think at the time it was um really well priced and so we'd seen this happen several times and we didn't we weren't a part of a bachelorette party um we weren't uh, newlywed. We weren't just turning 21. So we didn't have anything like special to like draw them to us. However, I think my personal theory 
is that Bo and a couple of the other people appreciated how good of sports we were, mm-hmm. how energetic and enthusiastic. Because like at the end of the day, they're still performers. Mm-hmm. And I think you, since because you and I are performers, we understand like we are, energy and engagement. We are excellent audience members. We are really good audience members. Like you want us in your show. Yes, Unless we laugh. Show, we laugh when you want laughs. We clap when it's appropriate. We, we hoot and holler. We sing along. We we're, we're respectful. Really yes, we're just yeah. we're we're you know peak audience members. You want us there. Yeah, and we we hype other people up. We made conversation with our table mates. Like, yes. we bought the booze. I think I agree. I think we we are excellent audience members. So we weren't like sloppy drunk or anything no. like that. Like we were very respectful. We moved our drinks when we were told. We, you know, I think they they just I think they could recognize that we we meant business. We were yeah. there. You know. Yeah. To and have a wonderful experience. I, I think they really um, appreciated that and, like you said, recognized that. And so I had been getting what I felt like were, you know, dozens of little, perfect little interactions here and there. And um, Paris got the one-time equivalent of all of those interactions combined. <laughs> Bo, sweet Bo. Walks uh, walks around our table during the the t- like the routine where we're allowed to record, yes. um, because you're not allowed to record the show during the majority of the time. But there is like a, a a portion of the show where they encourage you to record and take videos and pictures so they can promote the show and you can post it on social media. And at this point, he's wearing like white sneakers and like a blue. They're, I, can't, I wouldn't call them shorts. They no, were they, smaller it, it was than definitely, shorts. they were boxer briefs. They were boxer <laughs> briefs. I'm looking at the video right now. So it was their branded underwear that say Thunder Down Under on them. And you can, I, I, I'm, they have to be padded because there's just like this awesome bulge happening. I do not think that these guys are just like hard the whole time that they're performing. Um, but how Bo's, exhausting! You know? I know. Uh, Bo's beautifully bronzed body is walking on our our table, and he's looking down at me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, Bo, your dick is in my face! This is awesome!" And um, he hops down, and uh, he grabs he he offers his hand to Paris. <laughs> And Paris takes his hand, and you know you're smart. I'm looking at the video in frames right now. I took yes. it, I was, I'm recording at this point. Mm-hmm. And Paris just this wide mouth smile. You're I'm, like, I am me. I'm 21 years old. At this point in my life, I think I weigh like maybe 115. I I'm I'm small. I was smaller you than I am. You look like you weigh 90 pounds though. <laughs> like you are this tiny, sweet, adorable thing. We've been such good noodles. And Bo, he takes your hand and you stand up and you guys start kind of like just dancing. Yeah, he and was you're... like, he was like kind of, um, I wouldn't call it slow dancing, but doing kind of like a 1940s, like rock back and forth dance jive with me, like with my hands on his shoulders. Yeah, um, it, well, you had your hands, he has his hands, um, his arms like over your arms, kind of mm-hmm. encasing you, and your arms are coming up underneath to like I felt, up his shoulder blades. I felt very secure. 
Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's holding you tight, and he God, this handsome ass man, and he's dancing, and then he spins you around, and so your your back <laughs> is to his front, and your guy you guys are dancing, and your eyes are closed, and you're really just like feeling in the groove, and while your eyes are closed, you're like in this euphoric moment dancing with this hot shirtless man in his underwear. <laughs> Bo flashes me and my camera these wide crazy eyes, and I was like, what does that mean? What are you trying to signal to me? <laughs> He really does. I've seen this video and he like gives you this like insane look. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, do you, I didn't know. I was like, does he think like, this is weird what he's doing? I was like, you're in control, dude. I had no idea what, what his, his, you know, he's also a nonverbal communication. He's like six, three, maybe he's a tall man. Yeah. And I'm five, three and a half. We all know. Yes. Um, so he was, yes, much larger than I. And so he's, you know, Paris is just like, living her best life. And Bo flashes me <laughs> crazy eyes. And I was like, huh, I wonder what that means. And the next thing I know, <laughs> he bends my friend over this bar table that I'm sitting at. And he starts fucking dry humping her like crazy. Like absolute jackhammer like doesn't he lift his leg up onto like the seat or something no i don't think he needed to i think it was just no he just like you're just like living your best life he flashes his eyes and no no no, okay and he bends you over the table so he flashes his eyes and you're starting he's pulling you towards the table you open your eyes and you're like he bends you over the table he puts his hand on the small of your back he like flashes his eyes at me and then he winds up his arm and smacks your ass. Like he just spanks you while you're bent so over the table. Hard. And I just start screaming. I'm recording and I'm screaming. And he hit you fucking hard. Like yeah. I saw that. Your whole body shook. And then, right, he does kind of lift up his leg. He, like, has one arm on top of you and then the other arm <laughs> grabbing your hips, like your pelvis, and just starts fucking grinding on you. And I was like, what the fuck? I was absolutely immobilized. I, I was pinned. There was nowhere for me to go. <laughs> and, yeah, he lifted up his leg off the ground to, like, get leverage. And then he... um like it, it lasted for just like a second. Like there was like four thrusts maybe, but that so moment quick. lasted a lifetime. I mean, it was just absolutely fucking insane. My favorite part of the video is like at the very end, I'm like absolutely just perplexed and um, euphoric and so elated. shocked, elated. I, I look at him and I'm like, thank you, thank you. Yes. yes. And so he like he like lets you up and then he like kisses you on the forehead. He puts mm-hmm. he he wraps his arm around you and he has his head on one his hand on one side of your head and then his face is on the other side and he like kisses your forehead and you um you like reach over it and you say thank you. Um and you like put your hand on his 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 abs and you're like thank you. And then you sit but he sits you back down and he walks away and you turn to me and you just start screaming. You go I'm just absolutely, like, exhausted and exhilarated at the same time. <laughs> like, out of breath, 
so in shock and awe. <laughs> I mean, it was, I could have, we couldn't have asked for a better experience. <laughs> we, we could not have. I mean, it was just no. so perfect. And I, I, well, and afterwards, like you and I, we were just on cloud fucking nine. And I mean, like, we, 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 we rode that high for like three days. We peaked for sure. We peaked at that moment. Like we had both gotten a lot of attention and like <laughs> from really hot dudes whose job, who, you know, it's their job to make us feel good, but yeah. they, they did it so well. And, and I would just like to say surprisingly, like it was completely different than what I, I was so nervous about because they're Vegas performers. It's not actually like a real strip club where you go and you like see actual genitals and you like put money in people's thongs and stuff. It's it's a Vegas show. It's like choreographed. They have dance routines. They know exactly what's going to happen. They have rules. Like we found out later that if you're not wearing pants, they won't bring you up on stage because they don't want anyone's like, you know, bits to be flashed to the audience. They oh, like I respect their that. audience members. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then um they I don't know, you didn't notice like every time they bring someone up and up on stage, they were wearing pants and I've been It to makes Thunder total Down Under. sense. Yeah, I've been to Thunder Down Under again <laughs> since this experience. I went the next time I went to Vegas and it was the same thing. They only bring women up who are wearing jeans or some type of like pants because they, you know, they want to respect their audience members and not accidentally flash anyone's, you know, genitalia to the rest of the audience. So the only nudity that we actually did see in this show is they, like, pull their little pants down and show you their butt cheeks for, like, ten seconds, and then that's it. Um, yeah. So it, it, I mean, I felt like the experience was amazing. I didn't need to see a penis <laughs> yeah. to, to feel so, um, like... Uh, exhilarated afterwards. <laughs> well, I didn't know that you went a second time. How was the how how were oh, the two experiences? It was compared? great. Like I I went uh, the next time I went was with um, like our our friend group. So Brady and I, and then our friends Chase and Haley and Trey and Emma and Emma mm-hmm. and Haley and I all went together. Um, and I wore pants. I didn't go up on stage. <laughs> uh, it was really you were fun. helpful though. Yeah, it was the same show, um, but they had, like, different actors or performers. Uh, so there's, like, a different MC, And the MC oh. was actually one of the dancers from the show when I went with you. Um, so they had some of the same guys. And Bo was there again, uh, but but different guys as well. Um, it was great. I mean, it's just, like, a really fun show. It's hilarious. I love it when they bring the grandmas up on stage. And, and it just is, like an experience that makes you blush the whole time and then you just yes. feel so high afterwards because it was so funny and sexy and uh but I think that the experience that I had with you was different than Haley and Emma um I think you and I brought a level of excitement and um just awe that I didn't quite yeah. experience with Haley and Emma, which going with them was super fun and I would totally do it again. But I think you and I just have this connection and we we like, we knew, you know, what the other was experiencing and it was just so fun to hype that up. That is true. And it, I mean, it was our first time too. Yeah. So like we had like the tension of, you know, not knowing what's going to happen and like going in the second time, it's hard to have like that same anticipation. Sure. Um, but I agree that, you know, you and I, 
we have a, a special connection when it comes to like that type of stuff, hence our well, podcast. <laughs> when we left, you said to me, you're like, Paris, we just got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we did. They mind fucked us. They <laughs> did. I felt like, I was like, wow, that is what people mean. Like, when, when they, like, are dating someone that's clearly not good for them, but the dick is so good that, like, they can't leave, you know? That that was what I imagined it felt like. Like, that was our, um, us being in two happy, committed relationships. Like, that was what we got to experience, and I was happy to have paid for it. I was happy. Um <laughs> And so we were just like panting breathless, like the, the show, the show ended, uh, we filed out and it was just like this glow, just like, goo, 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 goo. like yeah. I, we were glowing. We and couldn't so we stop tri- grinning. We were we both couldn't. just smiling ear to ear. Ear to ear. And, um, we needed to find, we needed to find our boyfriends <laughs> because we were in Vegas and we had to, we, were, we needed to rendezvous with the guys. And so... We were walking um, quite a ways to where they were. And I think normally I would have felt nervous walking by ourselves, like in Vegas unattended, but I just was so high that I didn't, nothing really registered. And so we were just yeah, walking. And we were, we're laughing and giggling and like t- recanting our experience that we just had and yelling and having, this is the time of our lives. <laughs> and, um, we start walking, uh, we start making um, making our way downtown. No. Uh, we, we start getting closer to where we're going. And um, a couple minutes like into our trip, we start noticing that we're like getting attention from people. And not like, like gross attention where they're like, hey, mama, what's up with you? Uh, you know, it was like a man passed us and he said, you ladies are looking good tonight. And that was it. He just complimented us and we all kept walking. And, and we were like, like, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We we're like, oh my God, that was so nice. Mm-hmm. And then we got complimented again by someone else walking by. And it was like, what the fuck? And then we got stopped on like a sky bridge by mm-hmm. these two guys who were like, hey, can we just like take a picture of you? You guys are so pretty. Now, in like hindsight and not as high, that is a little weird. And they like did invite us to their hotel room where there was quote unquote a party. And we were like, no thanks. We need to go find our boyfriends. I would say that they were respectful. I appreciated that when we were like, thank you, but no thank you. They left it there, which was thank you. That's how humans should interact with one another. When someone says, no, this is a no from me. You accept it and you move on. And they did, which was great. Yeah, and I realize it's kind of a rarity. So yeah, I feel very fortunate to have had the post-show experience that we did because it, it could have gone differently. But, um, you know, I'm not saying that, like, we got attention from men and that felt really good because finally we were validated. But I think it spoke to, like, just the glow that we had and just, like, how important it is to tap into your, like, erotic self when you can and just to like have those types of experiences because it was like something new that we'd never done before I felt so confident afterwards Mm -hmm. I was like I am sexy I am 
fierce. Like, oh my God, I just had this amazing experience. I'm on cloud nine. I feel hot. Like I look hot. And I think that we were both just living in that and feeling so good about ourselves and like confident about ourselves that other people were noticing. <laughs> I think so too. It, it really made a difference. That was like one of the first times in my life where I really felt, I was like, I am hot. And even if this dude is paid to, to make me feel this way, it worked. <laughs> and like, I, I feel, I believe it. And yeah. like you said, like for the rest of the trip, we were high. Like we were just walking around like, you couldn't fucking tell us nothing. You could not <laughs> tell our asses nothing. Um, it, it really, Vegas was, and I got a, a lot of compliments from people or men. I got, I got a lot of male attention on that trip. And like I said, not in a, not in a creepy way. Um, I never felt uncomfortable or like I was in a situation that I couldn't get out of or that I was being like pushed or whatever, but just like walking through malls or whatever, like a, a, a group of guys would just say hi to me. And I'd never experienced that before because I was always under the impression that like I was ugly <laughs> because like I'm not whatever. So um, that summer, I feel like things really changed for me. And I, mm. I, it, I, I do not doubt that it was in part because of Thunder Down Under. And it was like that confidence that I had affirmed that like I even if I don't think I'm like the hottest or like prettiest person in the world, like it doesn't matter. Cause like my confidence in me and myself, mm -hmm. like I am, I am worthy. Um, and that was very surprising. I was not anticipating that. I just wanted to have like a fun time with you. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we got a lot more out of it. Um, I think so too. Yeah. And I think you're incredibly gorgeous. By the way, thank you, Paris. I do not think that you're ugly at all. I think that that's absolutely ridiculous. I feel the same ridiculous. way about you, my friend. Well, good. Thank you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that you you got all those legs. All I do have the legs. legs for days. Lots yeah, of legs. You for do, sure. which is just so so beautiful. And you have a gorgeous face. You have a beautiful smile. You have thank gorgeous you. eyes. Shut yeah. up. No, I will not. I will not. I think you're a beauty. Thank you, my friend. Yes, of course, my friend. <sighs> so that really, um, it, the shit hit different. That shit hit diffy. Um, and I mean, yeah, like you said, like the rest of the trip, we were just, we were, we were balling. We were having a great out. time. We having ate a, a great delicious time. buffet that you found, the Wicked Spoon. <sighs> oh. So our final day, I was like, <laughs> thunder down under. And I, I was told while we were there that Vegas was kind of known for their renowned buffets. And I am, I'm a slut for buffets, okay? <laughs> I, give me, you know, I like that a buffet brunch, buffet dinner, I don't care what it is, give me the buffet. Um, and I looked up like, you know, best buffets in Vegas and the Wicked Spoon was on the top top kind of tier, but it also wasn't the most expensive, but it was still like, it was like 50, $60 a head. Like it was, it was an expensive dinner, um, mm -hmm. for, you know, one person, um, to spend. But I was adamant. I was like, I have not gambled. I've not like spent a lot of money on this trip. Like this is where I want my coins to go. And so it took some convincing, but 
I got us to the Wicked Spoon. Well, it was you, me, Casper, and Brady, and Max and Kyle decided that it wasn't for them, which, on their loss, honestly, because, like... I mean, they missed out on an amazing oh, meal, but, but holy yeah. Holy fuck. It was so good. And, yeah, so we waited in line. We were hangry. It was, like, a whole thing. But we sit down, and they're like, yeah, do you want a pitcher of Moscow mules? <laughs> Um, like drinks, like non-alcoholic drinks are free. And so I was like, give me a ginger ale, give me a water, give me a cranberry juice. Like I was, you, I I was milking, like I was milking the free drinks and their spreads were just fantastic. They had like nice grade sushi. They had a fruit table that had like dragon fruit and mm-hmm. melon. The and bread, the bread section. Remember it had all the different kinds oh of fun, fancy breads. God, <laughs> they had a whole bread section. And then Brady came to the table with a bowl <laughs> of like scampi. And I was like, where the fuck did you get <laughs> the seafood, Brady? And he's like, oh, right over there, there's a station where you pick out your seafood and they make it for you on the spot. And I said, excuse me, I'll be right back. And so I had rockfish, salmon, shrimp. I think I just, I was like, put everything in there. I was like, put it all in there. <laughs> and the guy takes the, the fresh seafood, or maybe it was frozen, I don't know, I don't really give a fuck. And he throws it in just like a pan with a, like a quarter cup of butter a whole lemon that he squeezes, <laughs> some salt and pepper, and like some garlic, and he sautes it and like throws it in a bowl and with gives white you some wine. bread. With white, oh right, he poured white wine in it, and then you get like a side of bread. Yeah, well, you go to the fancy bread table afterwards, and you like go pick out all your rolls or your like sourdough <sighs> breads that you dip into the sauce, and oh, it's, it's just so stupid good. Like <laughs> it was divine. Like that was, was so worth good. the money alone for me. Mm-hmm. Like that experience of watching that man make me my seafood because I'm a <laughs> I'm a I love seafood. I love fish, um, and it was like oh. It was so good. Casper <laughs> loaded up his plate with like every kind of red meat that he could find. He had just like a mountain of like beef cuts. I remember Casper went like comatose like halfway through the meal and he had Casper. to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> Casper almost ate himself to death. He he had so he much red meat. Sick. Plus I think he did his own scampi and like dessert and stuff. And so he was, he was out of commission for like the second half of the meal he went too hard too fast and ate like everything on his plate almost and so he went to the bathroom to try and like vomit but he couldn't and then he tried to shit and he couldn't and so he was just (laughs) stuck in this constipated limbo um i i was worried that he wasn't going to make it back to the hotel like he was absolutely miserable. I think he's learned his lesson of um, how to pace himself. Of, of in gluttony. The <laughs> of gluttony, yeah. He really suffered. Um, he got his money's worth out of that buffet. Yeah. But man, oh man, what a treat it was. It was really the perfect way for me um, to to wrap up that trip. Yeah, it was amazing. <sighs> and I would go back again. We went back when we went with Chase and Haley. You went to the Wicked Spoon? God damn it, Paris. We did, and it was so good. It was so good. Now I know why you didn't fucking tell me. (laughs) Well, when we go to Vegas, we can go there again someday when it's open again. Um, But yeah, oh God, it was amazing. Perfect end cap to the trip. 
Man, oh man. So that that trip was really just like a bunch of sensory delights for yeah. us. <laughs> um, it was all it hit all of my boxes of like of pleasure. All of mm-hmm. my pleasure boxes. I looked cute. I got to see hot guys. I got to, you know, hear hot guys. And I got to taste good food. Yeah. It was, I mean, there wasn't really more I could have asked for. It was an amazing trip. I love Vegas. It's so fun. <laughs> it's just like adult Disneyland. It's great. <laughs> Uh, I drank so many lemon drops that chi- that trip. It's, you, oh, yeah. so good. I drank a lot of Jack and Cokes. Um, Delicious. But I, I would love to go again as the human that I am now. Yes, and, now that uh, we're have years even older. more fun. Yeah, and I think I think Casper's lightened up a bit too now, and I think we would I think we would have more fun. Yeah, even more fun. Um, yeah. I'm like so down to just start buying skimpy, fun dresses to wear on the strip. Hell and just yeah, like build up, build up a, a you know a wardrobe to be ready to go at any time. Give me that vaccine. I please. I want. I want to go to Vegas. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. I want the vaccine for more than just going to Vegas. I want the vaccine so that I can feel comfortable um, being an essential worker. But also, I would really like to go to Vegas. I think that. I think you've earned it. I think you've earned Vegas, Paris, so and you don't need to give any excuses for why you would want the vaccine. Um, I, I've been such a good girl. I follow all the rules. You've been such a good girl, and you haven't gone anywhere. You haven't made any new friends. Um, I just... Sure, rub it I, in. All right, okay. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I've been a good girl, too. I, I mean, you've you been have. a better girl than I have, but I mean... No, you're a good girl. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed our Valentine's Day story for you. And we hope yes. that you are finding ways to access your inner sexy bitch, your inner Fuck hot yeah. dance man, your inner beau. Oh. This, during this quarantine, during this um, Valentine's Day. Do something nice for yourself. Put on something nice just for shits and giggles. Wear uh, your pretty underwear today. Just for yourself and no one else. Yeah, and if you're on your period, don't forget to put on a pad or use a tampon <laughs> because you may bleed through your nice underwear, um, and that could be embarrassing and stressful. Yeah, so and- just <laughs> remember to take care of yourself. Put your pads on, um, and uh, give your own nipples a squeeze. Give your own nipples a squeeze or pierce them if that's what makes you feel good. But don't do it by yourself. Go get it done no, by a professional. Don't cause... do not pierce your nipples at home. God damn. Period. Don't do that. Fuck. Ow, <laughs> that hurts just thinking about. I cannot, dude. I cannot fathom. With, like, I honestly you think my nipples are too it? small for that. They like No, to, they're not. They like you, to if invert. you have a nipple, you can pierce it. No. You can pierce inverted nipples. I guess that makes them not inverted. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking if at it right now. I don't think a so. A nipple dude. that exists, you can get that nipple pierced. I'm gonna pass. It just seems <laughs> like it hurts so much. No, thank That's you. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. God damn. Anyways, it. happy Valentine's Day happy to you. Happy Valentine's listener. Day, sweet listeners. Thank you for all of your lovely feedback and your reviews and your time. We really appreciate it. We love you guys so much. And um, if you haven't already. 
leave a fucking review. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or send us a DM on Instagram. And or send us a DM on Instagram. Um, or send us an email at fantasytimepodcast at gmail.com. That is correct. Fantasytimepodcast yes. at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at fantasytimepodcast. You know, welcome. Join us. More shit like this. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the new Sarah J. Mass book. It's going to be a steamy one. Oh. So gir- gird your loins. Delicious. <laughs> Final thoughts, Paris? Uh, um, I'm very excited for the Sarah J. Moss book. We've been waiting for this book for a really long time. A very this is what long we need. time. So, oh my I can't wait. God, can't it's wait for so it. close. <laughs> <laughs> this wait. it's been like it's been like a year and a half of foreplay with oh. Sarah writing this book and now we're just about to engage in the act and I'm just oh, I'm so excited. I love Cassian so much. I love him so <laughs> much. I can't wait. Okay. <gasps> so yeah. We're very excited. That's what's in store. Stay tuned. Any final words from you, Fleen? That's it. I've spoken enough. Alright. Well, I'll see you soon. Well, I'll, I, I'll see your voice. I'll hear your voice soon. <laughs> Bye! 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 <laughs>